I'm your host, Nadine of 818 Events, and this is 818 Conversate. Every episode is going to feel like a spontaneous road trip with your closest friends. Bring your luggage because we'll be unpacking everything. I'm going to be joined by an awesome passenger every now and then, and who knows, we might even pick up a hitchhiker along the way. Picture this, you're vibing, spilling the tea, storytelling, reminiscing, manifesting even. There might also be a little detour of controversy here and there, and we may even have to pump the brakes when shit gets too real. But it will always be a good-ass conversation and the road trip that you don't want to end. Episodes will drop the 8th and the 18th of every month, so in the spirit of a dope road trip, be sure to grab your travel snacks, crank up the volume, hop in the whip, and let's ride! All right, this is 818 and Conversate, and it is episode number eight, which I'm excited about because eight's my favorite number. Um, and with me, I have Miguel Pink, a.k.a. Migs. He'll tell you all his other a.k.a.s. A.k.a.s. Oh, my gosh. He's going to go ham. <laughs> we are. This episode is actually inspired by him. I've been waiting to get him on an episode, and we talked a little bit about you on the last episode. I didn't want to, like, reveal um, who I was going to be sitting down with because... Your story is really inspiring. Um, we call this episode Me Versus Me, which is your whole, you know, movement. So we'll get into that. But your story is really inspiring. So when we sat down for the last episode, it was Keith and I just like reflecting on the show so far. And we were kind of thinking about how it ties into like how far I've come so far in terms of this. And we needed to get you on the episode before you're like on breakfast television at CP24. <laughs> then we're, we got to schedule it. So... Thank you for being on. So introduce yourself. Oh, no. Thank you for having me. Um, like Nat said, I go by the name Mix Pink, a.k.a. Poppy, a.k.a. Chocolate Thunder. When you see him on the road, just yell Chocolate Thunder at him. <laughs> so let's get into it. Tell us a little bit about like who you are and why I might you know, have you, have you sit down with me and like what you do on a day to day. And then we'll talk more about the me versus me. I'm, I'm just a regular, regular guy. guy. I didn't you know a regular guy. <laughs> just a regular guy. Your friendly neighborhood makes you pee. I'm out here. But um, if you had to like give yourself a, a role or a title, I know you have something on your Instagram that says um, you're a lifestyle coach, right? right? So explain a little bit about that and where that comes from. Um, well, the title coach comes from my basketball background. Okay. Um, I played basketball my whole life. I played sports my whole life um, with a focus on soccer and basketball. Okay. But um, later, past high school, I excelled in basketball, got mm -hmm. a scholarship, played out in Halifax. Oh, and East Coast. <laughs> East Coast lifestyle. Shout I know that when Cashmere is listening to this, she's going to be, yeah, Halifax, <laughs> what? Those, those, those. So, yeah, so Halifax is kind of like a little bit of home away from home just because I spent... Uh, five years out there okay. so it, it was cool and i got a lot of love out there the basketball community is huge it's um it was a really dope experience mm -hmm. and just after university um i got into coaching okay a lot of coaching kids, kids. um a lot of player development for for okay. youth and coaching has always been kind of a passion just helping guide people so when i kind of transitioned into this, mm -hmm. um, like more of a healthy, active lifestyle, mm -hmm. I thought coach would be a fitting title just because I'm more motivated. I'm more trying to guide people. Inspire people too, yeah. So I guess then your origins with athleticism really go back to basketball. And, you know, it's funny because I watched one of the clips that you guys posted and it was 
about um, how much you hate running was kind of like the intro to the video. <laughs> so, well, let's talk about like, you know, who you are now and, and what's kind of going on with you in terms of athleticism and fitness now. So tell me a little bit about that. Well, I mean, that that clip, it... it, it Relates to every basketball player out there. Yeah. <laughs> we, Yo, like, nobody wants to do their sprints. They nobody wants like to do around. sprints. And like in basketball practice, every basketball could relate your coach. When, you, when you're messing up in practice, you're going to do suicides. Mm-hmm. You're going to run. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to run. Nobody wants to run. If we, we get our cardio from scrimmaging, every <laughs> basketball player says, Yo, you know what? We're going to scrimmage. That, that's how we're going to run. So No longevity was, in the running game. Not at, at all. all. It, was, it was always a... Uh, form of punishment if you okay will. right and um so now fast forward to now um what does running mean to you it it's everything it's meditative it's uh, a way to just balance a way to think a way to just process my ideas my thoughts mm-hmm. um it's i've also found a new way to challenge myself through running mm-hmm. i find new challenges and just me being along my journey I thought, you know what? If I can find these, these, these ways to um, challenge myself and something that's solely me out there, and not depending on anybody else, yeah. um, I think it's relatable to everybody. Yeah, to be somebody, I guess, that was on a team sport mm-hmm. all the time—soccer, basketball, and probably other sports that you played just for fun—the transition to something that is solely independent and all about you and your will to keep going. <laughs> Is very different, I'm sure. It is, and you it's can't depend on nobody. Nobody, and it and it's really when you when you're running, say you set yourself up for a goal, and you're like, you know what, I want to run this distance, and there comes a point where you meet your threshold, and it's mm-hmm. like, am I gonna keep going or am I gonna stop? Mm-hmm. Right? If you stop, nobody's gonna pick you up to keep nah. going. Right? So it's it's really on you to decide how you want to finish this. We're gonna get into that. Um, the idea of not having anybody because this whole me versus me movement actually is kind of like your support system. So we'll get into that in a second, but let's, let's go backwards a little bit. Okay. Tell me about who Miguel was other than the basketball player in Halifax. Tell me who Miguel was before this transition into who you are today. <laughs> I was, Par- a- you're a party guy. <laughs> I am a party guy. <laughs> I still have a party guy. I I enjoy a good time, you know. Um, There's a lot of things that happened in my life that I really try not to take life for granted. Mm -hmm. I really just try to enjoy the moment. Right. So I was a guy pre everything that happened in this world is Mm -hmm. this huge, huge uh, pandemic and everything. I was a guy, you know, in the back of the club, bottles coming, taking <laughs> shots out of tequila. My friends and I were on were on flights every month, going oh somewhere, gosh. partying, coming home at five, six, eating bad food, just really enjoying life as much as we can. Yeah. Every opportunity, I was on a plane, and that felt good. I loved it. I loved. It. I still do love it. And then what? What happened? And then what? What changed? Um, COVID. That that was that was part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just progressively i could see the changes in myself my body my energy levels okay. um you were fe- so it was catching up to you it was it was definitely and we're not spring chickens me. anymore no <laughs> like you 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 feel the effects and mm-hmm. and pre-covid and everything like that i was i was coaching okay so i was coaching two basketball teams two youth teams and 
And they're like U19, U17, U16. So mm-hmm. they're they're good. They're they can fit. hang. They're fit. They're in shape. And whenever there's not enough players, I'm jumping in, running with them. And I'm feeling the effects of not <laughs> being able to do what I got to do. And these these guys, my young guys are calling me. I'm like, coach, you can't do this. Oh, you my can't. gosh. I'm like, what am I doing? And then when I'm at home, I used to live over by um, Parkland. Okay. We didn't have an elevator. Holla, so me too. Hey, hey. Parkland, <laughs> but no. I feel like I'm, a lot of people trying to live at Parkland. Yeah, I was living out there for a little bit, and my building didn't have stairs. Oh shit! Okay, mine did. So I mean, not stairs, not elevators. Elevator, sorry. Oh, I'm like mine had elevators and stairs. <laughs> no, no, we didn't have elevators. So I was living on the fourth floor. Okay. And every time I'm coming back at night after coaching, probably around 11 p.m. because I coached in the East End. Shout okay. out the East End. Hey. You know, that's where all the real ones that's are where from. I was born. So. <laughs> <laughs> but um. I'm walking up four flights of stairs and I'm tired. And I'm like, why am I tired? Why am I breathing heavy off of the bottle, walking up? The bottles in the club. Like, it, it doesn't make sense. And yeah. I'm thinking, you know what? I'm in shape. I'm going to the gym and just lift it. I'm mm-hmm. not doing any conditioning. Mm-hmm. I'm getting my 10, 10, 15 minutes running with the kids in their scrimmage yeah. and stopping every few minutes mm-hmm. to talk to them and taking breaks. Like, hey, no, you know what? We need to do this play better. Yeah, yeah. Catch my breath. <laughs> but it, it just, over time, it just looking... Mm-hmm looking in the mirror i'm like yo this isn't me mm-hmm. right this this is not this is not the I person am. who was an athlete either no yeah so it, it just didn't feel good and and more importantly more like past looks it's it's about how you feel yeah right so that that was a huge huge um catalyst in, in making me want to change so then covid kicked in right and lifestyle in general changed right like you know we were we were so used to what felt normal to us, I think. And what felt normal just literally got pulled out from under us like a rug. And uh, I mean, we've done pretty good, like, you know, a solid group of friends. Like we've we've had our minimal like things that we try to do to feel normal, but mm-hmm. like never it doesn't feel fully the same until no. more recently. But you know, your whole lifestyle of partying and eating whatever you want, whenever you want and going wherever you wanted, whenever you want, that changed a little bit. So what what was the switch? What exactly happened that kind of like led to this movement? And then let's talk about me versus me. Well, literally the day that everything started changing in March. Yeah. Um, I was packed. I was ready to go to the airport. I was on my way to Miami. Oh, shit. And so my boy, my boy called me. He's like, "Yo, don't fly out tonight. Um, lives closing. Stories closing tonight. You can't go. Uh, to, you can't <laughs> go to Miami and not go to live right? story." <laughs> so I'm like, "All right, cool. You know what? I don't really know what's gonna happen next. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just check back tomorrow, mm-hmm. and I'll just reschedule my flight for tomorrow. tomorrow." Next thing you know, never came. It never, it never, it never came. Next thing you know, stories closed for the week. I'm like, "All right, bet. I'm, a, I'm a fly out next week." Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden. We're in a full lockdown. The whole world's in a lockdown. So I'm just like, okay, cool. I did like everybody else. All right, we got some time off. Let's watch some Netflix. Yeah, let's yeah, eat let's food. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm doing my DJ thing on, on live, Hilarious. drinking by myself, you know, jamming to, the, jamming to the music in my room. And you know what? That type of lifestyle, being home, drinking, eating bad food, sleeping in, mm-hmm. watching Netflix, mm-hmm. it could only last. So long. so long and and i think everybody could relate to that because yep. we all did it physically we started to feel it mentally we started to feel it and i think it was like that tip from just feeling the physical like 
strain to the mental strain that people started to either be like it was a make or break moment for people either like they went downhill and they kind of got into a bad place of feelings and physical fitness mm-hmm. or it was like oh no I, I need to fucking change this yeah i mean the biggest change for me was um there was a point when um all the blm started happening oh yeah BLMs, that was about protests. june and july no 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 but even before that it was in um april it was april actually april. yeah it was april april and and I'm there because we're we're home, so we're on Instagram all day scrolling, yep. and you're seeing people die. You're seeing all these posts. You're seeing Violence so much and, yeah. awareness, and yep. it was so much negativity, like way more. It was overload. Yeah, it was. It was. Right? A, it was a stimulation overload of really like catastrophic energy nonstop and people were and then people's response to seeing that was also like an overload because now it was almost like you were on one side of the fence of like wanting to be wanting to be aware of what was going on and consuming it all the time or being told that you're in the wrong for consuming it because you should actually remove yourself from looking at these things and and 100 being a black male we're we're aware of that Mm -hmm. we we know what happens we know what happens all year round we we're we're this aware. Not new. It's not. Yep. It's not news mm-hmm. to us, right? And and just to look and see it, and and most of the time, okay, we see it here and there. Once once in a while, we're like, mm-hmm. oh damn, that's crazy, and we've kind of become a little bit desensitized to it, just because of a lot of of trauma that we've had to endure. Yeah. But um, at that time, it was like every single person that mm-hmm. you're scrolling through is something negative, or they're they're they they want people wanted to help, but they're they're putting all this stuff and it's, and it's triggering. Yep. Triggering right? is the word that I was looking for. And yep. it was crazy. And for me personally, just seeing it like after a few days, it, it literally became like Takes overwhelming. Yep. And I was like, you know what? Like, I don't like people were messaging me trying to ask how I feel. Talk about, I'm like, I can't even like, I'm, I'm coming off of yep. Instagram and I, and I deleted Instagram for, for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't, I gotta, I gotta detach myself. I gotta, just refresh my mental because I can't ingest all this negativity. And just during that time, I did a lot of self-reflection and just just thinking to myself, some meditation, a lot of praying, um, just to really, really uh, get through it because just the weight of the pandemic and then mm-hmm. this on top of that, mm-hmm. it was just it was just ridiculous. And um, through that time, um, just a core group of my friends, um, we were just trying to uplift one another and we're mm-hmm. like you know what just for our mental health we need it we need to get Something. back to what we're doing yeah right um my boy jr who's who's heavily involved with the brand too he was shout trying to get me out shout out jr you know hello's jr look him up on ig <laughs> <laughs> but he's been through with me through through like my whole life we're, yeah we, we've been thin. friends from the sandbox and like he was trying to get me to run run like months before i even started mm-hmm. and i was like nah i'm not into it like you do your thing i'm not i'm not trying to run he was in the club <laughs> popping bottles jr he did not want to run you know jr was in the same clubs popping <laughs> bottles with me he was, but he was waking up and running <laughs> but, he, but he was still doing his running thing and telling right. me to run i was like nah i'm not having it. i get my run in when i when i go hoop mm-hmm. with the kids but um a couple of my um teammates harry and jerome they were like yo we got to get out and run like run we just gotta do something even Mm -hmm. if it's a little 5k and Mm -hmm. i was like yeah yeah we should we should and there was one day i was like you know what i'm gonna go do this 
And we all have the the mindset, like, you know what? Oh, yeah, I used to be able to run this. I used to run track in yep. high school. I used to be able to yep, do this. Yep. I'm going to run out, go you, out and do it. You guys forgot that time kicked in a little Man, bit. Man, does time ever catch up to me? <laughs> I went Age. out. I went out to do a 5K. And me, I'm a very competitive person. So mm-hmm. I'm seeing girls, guys, kids. Everybody posts on Instagram. That they can run. They can they do They can do it. their yeah. 5K yeah, time. Yeah, Everybody's yeah. happy about it. What what time window was this approximately? Like this is this was This June? was, no, this was mid-April. Mid, mid okay. All right. So I was like 260 pounds. 260 pounds. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go do a 5K. I see everybody doing their 5Ks. Okay. I see your times. I'm gonna, I do this. I'm an athlete. I'm, yeah. I'm jumping <laughs> out got, there. I I'm going to do this. the damn thing. So I go get out, put my sneakers on. I don't even have proper running shoes. Put whatever on. Boom. Go off on my 5K. It killed me. It absolutely Did you try running in bands? Were you running in bands? I hope nah, not. No, no, no. I think I was running in, I think I was running in some Roshi run shoes. Oh, so then I been yeah, not real running, running shoes. shoes. But it killed you. It killed me. I, I had to stop a few times. My back's hurting. My neck's hurting. My legs hurting. My mm-hmm. knees hurting. Your heart. My heart's pounding through my chest. Mm-hmm. And it's That's killing me. That's how I feel me. when I train with you. <laughs> <laughs> but it was killing me. And I'm like, yo, I have to finish this 5K. And... It took me around, I think, like 37, 38 minutes. And I had to stop like three, four times oh, shit. to catch my breath. And I was like, yo, this this is not me. I can't run 5K without stopping. I can't run 5K. And I'm looking at people's times. I'm like, what? Like, I, like. What's, what would you say for, I mean, I don't run. So um, shout out to you. But what would you say like a fair time would be for someone who's like, you know, a beginner who's starting to run, but like can can do the full the full five k stretch. Like, what would be a fair time for someone? Honestly, a fair time is whatever you can do yeah. without stopping. Okay, your goal should just be to, to not continue stop. and not stop. Right, everybody. So you were like twelve minutes in dying, or like thirty minutes in dying? No, I was I was dying after five minutes. Oh shit! Okay, my my <laughs> that's honest. I was beating on my chest, and I'm like, I gotta keep going. I gotta keep going until I had to stop. I'm like, yo, this is not me. And I keep running. I'm like, why can't I do this? I'm getting a little bit frustrated. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. This is not me. Mm-hmm. So after that, I came home and I was just like, no. I'm like, no. Not acceptable. <laughs> not acceptable. Like, I do this. And I'm like, I don't know what it's going to take, but I'm going to wake up again and do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And the next day and the next day and the next and day. And you did? Until I, until I could do it. And, and, you, and you woke up? And Woke up, my whole body's killing me. I felt like I got hit by a truck. <laughs> and I was like, let's go. Oh my gosh. We're doing same it. group, same same group of people. So you started out, was it like a group of you that started out then? So there was a there was a few of us. Jared was running, mm-hmm. Harry was running, Jerome was running. Mm-hmm. And um we were all running by ourselves because okay, so this you're is during running quarantine. Separately. Yeah. Okay, got it, got it. So it was quarantine, so you weren't even supposed to be yeah. around each other. So this is the time got when it. everybody was doing their 5Ks and just posting on Instagram. Oh, shit. Okay, so you guys were encouraging each other to get out there, but you weren't actually running together. We weren't running together. Oh, so you were like really feeling defeated on this run because it wasn't Killed. even like you had your brothers with you running. Nobody. Like, was, oh, shit. And, okay. And, and that's where I really started saying, you know what? The only one that's going to get me through this is me. Yeah. And that's where me versus me stem from. It's like, you say that again. <laughs> say the only one. Say it again. Because in case they didn't catch it with your low voice. The only one that's going to get you through it is yourself. Okay. So that's when you started me versus me. That's it. Because you look in the mirror and you're like, it's us. 
<laughs> when you're out there running Facts. and you want to complete something, it's like half your body's telling you, I got to stop. And then half your body's telling you, keep going. Mm-hmm. So you're really facing an internal battle. Yeah. You got to fight those, those anti-running demons. <laughs> Anti-anything. Because yeah. in life, you, you're faced with problems every day. And, and, and that's where the brand transcends across many different platforms. Because if you get... Um, if you get turned down from a from a job, yep, right, you really got to figure out: Am I gonna sit, sit and dwell, and on, dwell that? on that, yeah. or am I gonna pivot and figure it out? Mm-hmm. Because that that happened to me in September. I lost my job with TDSB. I think I even put something on Instagram, and I was like, "Okay, cool." So I lost it. Mm-hmm. Sucks. Mm-hmm. But what's next? Yep. What's next? I'm not I'm not gonna let it get me down. So I'm like, you know what? The brand the brand's doing this thing. I'm gonna focus here. I'm going to figure out I'm going to figure out where a way. to redirect your energy. And that's it. It's funny you say that because Keith and I have talked about this a couple times, but I want to say the first episode was where we really like dove into kind of like the mentality of like, is it going to make you or break you? Because for that, for, for when COVID kicked in and when people were really at a standstill of what to do next, it was really the people that saw it as an opportunity that were able to continue to elevate. And it wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. Whatever you were trying to elevate and do was challenging because we were now facing, you know, lockdowns and financial issues and all of these things. But did you see it as an opportunity for change, for growth and all of these things? Or did you see it as a justification for shutting down and like locking yourself away and not feeling motivated and all of those things? And some people started on the negative and, you know, moved to the positive. But some people, you know, they saw it as an opportunity for things. So tell me about the movement. So I'm excited because I have a shirt on. So yeah, I finally have my me versus me gear. Um, and we'll, we'll show a little bit more of it later. But Tell me about the movement itself. So you were running independently, but you guys were doing this kind of as a joint force and like encouraging each other. Mm-hmm. What developed from that? Because um, if you guys don't know the story yet or you haven't heard of me versus me yet, it's it's pretty impressive. So tell everybody a little bit about it. So I started my, my journey with running. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I couldn't complete the 5K, I was like, you know what? I need to make a change. Mm-hmm. All right. Leading up to that point for running, yeah, I was here. I'm, you know, my dad's side is Jamaican. I'm here cooking up Jamaican shit, <laughs> dishes, cooking up rice, Lots dumpling, ackee yeah. and saltfish, stew peas and rice, everything, right? And I'm just eating it. Yeah, not worrying about what I'm eating, and because we're all at home, I'm not doing anything. I'm yeah. eating and sleeping, eating and sleeping, eating, eating and, and sitting, sleeping. eating and sleeping. Yep. And when I did that first 5K, it was a wake up call. So I was like, you know what? I need to make an adjustment and there's never going to be the right time. It's not even the right time. There's never going to be an opportunity where everything is stopped for me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Because before I was working with the Toronto district school board, so I was working all day in Scarborough Mm -hmm. right after that, I'm fighting traffic for an An hour hour and a half (laughs) to go even further East to Whitby to go coach two basketball teams. So I'm in the gym from, I say I finished at, at work at four I'm fighting traffic till 5.30. Mm-hmm. I can maybe grab something right before Stop practice. Stop and grab some shitty food on the way. That's yep. it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm, pra- I'm in practice, back-to-back practices. So I'm coaching from 6 to 10. And then I got to drive back to Tobacco. Oh, my gosh. Right? Yeah. So I have no time to cook. Mm-hmm. I have no time to prepare and not, anything. And not to eat healthy food, too. Like, the, there, let's be no honest. Time. The shit you're buying on the road is not good food. No. By the time I get home, I'm like, whatever's quickest, yeah. I'm eating it. Yep. 
trying to relax, decompress, and then the next day I got to do it again. Yeah. So that that was part of the process. And then during quarantine, we had nothing to do. Mm-hmm. This is the first time in my life where everything has stopped. And it's like, what are you doing with your time? You're here drinking, making food, eating, sleeping, watching Netflix. What are you doing? Yeah. Right? So I had... A ridiculous amount of time, and it's like, <laughs> do something. There was a lot you know of excess I mean? time. Let's be honest. Like, it, like I was like, why? If you can't do something with this time, you don't, you don't deserve anything. Yeah. You don't deserve anything. You're literally wasting time, and that's time you can't get back. Yeah. Right. And you have no other. And we had no idea how much time this was going to turn into. No. This, we thought this was going to be like two, three weeks max. Right. But I mean, if you could utilize one week mm-hmm. and use it to your advantage mm-hmm. maybe that'll be the catalyst into a new habit or yep. behavior for you yep right so i i started started focusing on you know what let me just cut out some of the things that, that you were eating. aren't conducive to a healthy lifestyle mm-hmm. so i started eating better i started making sure i was active every day mm-hmm. so i vowed to myself you know what? i'm gonna run 5k every day i don't care how bad i'm hurting right if, it, if i'm if i'm hurting a lot i'll take it easy but get out there and move. Do if it. I'm really hurting, get out there and walk. Okay. Or ride a bike. So I started running my 5K every day. And I changed my eating habits. I cut out drinking pop. I cut out liquor. I'm like, I'm not out partying. Why am I, what am I drinking at home for? Yeah, let, me yeah. just, let me just chill for a minute. <laughs> that you know port- what I mean? That porter's <laughs> on some alcoholism yeah, at some point. But, <laughs> but I'm like, I was just, in, I was just yeah. having fun. And I started just cutting those little things. Mm-hmm. And every day I'm seeing like a pound or two start to drop. Shut off. Just from just from the little changes that I'm making. So I'm like, okay, cool. That, and that feels good. It feels it does. rewarding, right? It does. Yeah. And you start to feel, oh, I have more energy now. Okay. Yeah. And then I completed my first 5K after I think like, I don't know, maybe like four days or yeah. five days. Then I'm like, okay, I could do a little bit more. So now, now I'm pushing for time. And now and then I started, you know what? I'm going to do a 5K and take my bike out and ride a little bit. Oh, right? So as soon as I dropped, I think like, I think I dropped 20 pounds okay. in like a month. Then I was like, you know what? I'm feeling better. I'm feeling more energized. I'm feeling the effects. I need to get those closest to me mm-hmm. involved. Mm. So I hit up a few of my homies. And I'm like, yo, he's I'm, like, I got <laughs> this new thing. It's called health. It's <laughs> I'm like, look, we're running. Yeah. I don't, I don't care how you feel. We're going to do it. I don't care how long it takes. We're going to do it. And they could see the effects in me. Mm-hmm. Jared was already on board. Cause you know, he was doing this thing. Mm-hmm. He wasn't running as frequent as we do now, but he was already like, you know what? All right, we're in. Okay. Jerome, Harry, we're in. My boy, Winty, Caspi, they said, we're in. Okay. You know what I mean? So we're like, cool, let's do it. And and these are guys that we partied. We, you know, we've been in the clubs drinking to clear, but we, we all motivate each other, try to push each other to the next level. Amazing. Um, So I'm like, okay, cool, let's do it. So we started doing that, running once a week, every Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, And the same thing with my family. I'm like, hey, I went, I went to the house. I'm like, look, I know you guys aren't active. Oh my this goodness. is helping for me. Yeah. I don't know what you guys need. I don't know what kind of support you need, but we need Good to make a change. You. So I went to my mom and dad, sisters, um, my brother, my niece, everything. I said, yo, I'll come and put you guys through a boot camp. You don't got to run, but you're going to be active. Mm-hmm. Go on some walks, do something. Right. 
And like this is something that was echoed to me from my boy Conrad. He was like, "Yo, bro, just you know, keep pushing what you're doing." He's and he's actually the one that came up with Move with Makes. He's like, "Yo, you should just brand Move with Makes. Like, keep doing it. Tell people." And you gotta keep moving with Makes. That that's it. So I started literally documenting my progress on Instagram and just being mm -hmm. like, you know what, this is me, all of me. I'm out here. Just do it. Get 30 minutes in. I think that the Sorry to cut you off. I think that the most, the thing that connects with people the most, most is authenticity. So the more you can expose yourself and be vulnerable and share with people, the more people feel connected to you and your, your message and your passion mm -hmm. and stuff. Because I feel like when everything's so contrived, people disconnect and they're like not convinced. They don't feel like they're capable of achieving what right. you achieve. So that, that rawness I think is also what helped connect to people right so. and no no it, i mean so, that, yeah, that's you gotta exactly get your 30 what it in. is so explain and, that i have it i have it noted that i wanted to ask <laughs> you what does the get your 30 in mean is that 30k is that 30 minutes is that 30 reps what does that mean um it's 30 minutes of exercise okay so every right, day 30, 30 every minutes day. 30 minutes of movement all right so whether you go out and walk which mm -hmm. is very low intensity mm -hmm. it can be very low intensity mm -hmm. Um, whether you go out and do a workout, whether you're going to go out and play a sport, rollerblade, anything, get 30 minutes of Move with and, mix. and movement. Um, I think we're, a lot of us fall into the routine of, you know what, we're working, we're too busy, mm -hmm. we're, we're not doing anything that's conducive to a healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And then we come home, we're so tired, so we, we sit and we prioritize watching TV yeah. or, or other things that are going on. That's a good break. That's a exactly. good break, yeah. Right? But, um, I mean, over time, your body takes a toll. Mm -hmm. if, you're, if you have a car sitting in the garage and you're not starting it, right, yeah. it's not going to run the same. That's a good metaphor. Right? You, you, you got to oil the engine. It's going to struggle to turn back on. You got to oil the engine. And 30 minutes of exercise, even though it sounds like a, a small amount, it's attainable. I did my 30 today, by, by the way, everybody listening. <laughs> I rode my bike before I came here, and now I have to work out after with him. So I'm doing like a triple 30. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> no, it, it's good. And, and you'll see the benefits. You'll mm -hmm. see the changes. You'll see your energy levels change, right? And I definitely agree. And, and everybody, even though, even though you might not be an athletic person, person per se mm -hmm. when you start seeing yourself progress you're gonna start creating some challenges for yourself yeah. because you're like i want to see what else i could mm -hmm. achieve and 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 that's all it's about it's just trying to encourage people to just move right so uh, we're, we're gonna go back to the um the running group and stuff but i wanted to just ask you when you sometimes you post um and you talk about you know people getting their 30 in you've been very um honest with people about the idea that 30 what what's 30 to you might be very different from what's 30 to me or right. somebody else and i would love for you to just kind of share a little bit about that insight because i think that it goes back to what i was saying before that sometimes it's hard to connect because you feel like you're not capable of what the person that you're you know you're hearing or you're looking at is capable of and it could be a little bit um you could feel a little defeated because you're right. incapable of kind of like hitting their goals and their targets but Ideally, you want it to be about you versus you, right? Right. And, and, that, and that's exactly what it is. I think a lot of us, we get caught up in looking at people on Instagram and mm -hmm. being like, wow, 
this person just did this. I can't do that. Mm -hmm. And we rule ourselves up. We already psych ourselves up before we yeah, even try. We shut ourselves down before right? we even stepped in the ring. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's you, you look at, you're looking at a moment in time, mm -hmm. right? Um, what you see and what I choose to show you, you don't see the work behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So there's no way you could potentially do what I do if you're not doing the same thing that as, I'm doing behind as, the scenes. Yeah. Right? That, that could come down to nutrition that could come down to your your sleep. genetics yeah, your sleep, sleep. Yeah. what are you what are you doing you know what i mean mm -hmm. um i come from an athletic background mm -hmm. a basketball background mm -hmm. a very competitive basketball background and the mentality that was engraved into me was it doesn't matter what you're doing mm -hmm. if you have this job to do get it done right our, our university coach used to be like if you guys want to go out and party that's cool when you come to practice, be ready to practice. Yeah, yeah. Right? So for me, it's like, I need to get this done. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Especially when you're playing at a high level of sports. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. This is what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Do it. Right? So for me, when I was creating challenges for myself, I, like I said, I'm, I'm competitive. So I, I completed the 5K. I'm like, I need to do 10. Cool. I did 10. I'm like, I started seeing people do half marathons. I started seeing people doing marathons. I'm like, you know what? I'm doing a marathon. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to get it done. Yeah. I don't know how, like, how or where, how yeah. or where the strength's going to come from, but that's my mindset, mm -hmm. right? For other people, you got to figure out what works for you. Mm -hmm. What works for me might not work for them. I can, I can wake up, run, come back home, maybe eat something, then go do, like, I could run a 10K, come back, do a 30k bike ride, come yeah. back, maybe go swim. I'm just, I'm, I'm used say, to doing that. I was gonna right? say, um, when we were talking about like genetics and sleep and all those things, the other big factor is people's mental health. And some people don't have that mental endurance to continuously push themselves. So like, you know, if you have a support system around you, that also helps. But sometimes if it is just me versus me, you need to give yourself a little bit of like, What's the word I'm looking for? You need to be a little tender with yourself and you also encourage yourself and remind yourself that it is you versus you and you're building yourself up. So not everybody comes into it with this like very athletic, you know, do or die mental, like, you know, mm -hmm. mental uh, perspective on on competitiveness. Right. So for some people who are not as athletic, they need to like build themselves up mentally to be it's like, because it, it's hard. Otherwise, it's like you said, you'll rule yourself out before you even begin. But uh, a, a big thing that a lot of us do and a lot of people do mm -hmm. is they rule themselves up before they even start. Yeah. Right. So there's there's way too much negative self-talk. Mm -hmm. Right. Way so way too much. negative. And if, if they say, OK, he completed a 5K, I can't do that. No, no, no. It's not about if what I'm doing. It's about yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. If you get up and you decide to walk 1K, you didn't do that yesterday. That's a yeah. win. Yeah. Right. Take so it's, your it's, W's. Yeah. You got, you got to, you got to give yourself the flowers. Mm -hmm. You got to be like, I did one K. I didn't do that yesterday. Yeah. I did one K. Mm -hmm. Now tomorrow, maybe I'm going to do 1.5 K yeah. on a walk. That's a win, right? You don't got to go from zero to a hundred in one day, especially if you haven't been doing anything. Mm -hmm. Take the incremental wins, take your time. And over time, all those little wins will, will add up to something big. But there's too many of us that look at the final product without, acknowledging the process that to it get takes there. there agree so let's go back to the to the group so you started running with the guys and you guys started doing this regularly together right and so tell us how you got to where we are now because your your count the highest count was what One, 120 yeah on his birthday <laughs> 
So 120 <laughs> runners, but tell us how you got from there from there to here. Consistency. Okay. Um, I think people would see me post every day, and mm-hmm. they're like, I get messages like, "Bro, you're gonna hurt yourself. You're not. You're not. You're not. You're not gonna take not, any breaks." I'm like, and, and what people don't see is that I, t- I take breaks when I need it. Mm-hmm. I know what my body's capable of doing. Mm-hmm. And there were there were a few people like when we started, people were like, "You're going too hard. You need to stop. You're gonna hurt yourself. This is this is too much." And I'm like, "No." <laughs> this is this is not new to me. Yeah. I I know what competing at the level. I know what my body can take, and I'm gonna push to that level. If I start feeling pain or anything like that, then I know okay, I gotta dial it back. I need to chill. And your body's in a more physically fit condition than it was for a very long time. Exactly. So you're pushing so, yourself a little. Bit. Exactly. And I and I and the, and the biggest thing that people need to do is that you need to understand and listen to your body. Mm-hmm. Right. If you hundred percent. You don't don't push past what you're able to do yep. because tomorrow's another day. Yeah. Right. So I know what I'm capable of doing, and and we pushed and um, just posting every day, working out every day. Um, there's there's breaks in between, but just continually pushing and consistently getting out there and just showing people like, yo, we're out here, we're doing it, we're finding time to do it. Yeah. Summertime came and patios open. I'm like, that's cool. We still want to do that. Yeah. But we're still gonna prioritize our health first, and then we're gonna have. So how often were you guys running like in a group? We we'd meet every Thursday, so it was once a week. Okay. And we still do okay. once a week, and. The more we did it, there's more guys that came. And you know what? I I only opened it to guys. Okay. To start with. Okay. Just because I know for for a lot of men we've been we've been taught, you know, don't show emotion, um, be strong. Okay. Um so I was really focusing on, on men's men's health at that time. Okay. For the for the masses, for everybody else, it was like everybody just get out, do your thing. Yeah. But in this 30. group it was it was an intimate group and it was just like, you know what? I didn't. I don't want guys to feel like, oh, they can't show or be them or show weakness in front of, in front Other of women. Right? Oh, okay, okay, got it, right? got it. If it, if it's a group of guys, you feel a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. But for a guy, sometimes guys don't want to show weakness. Drop in front their of women. guard in front of women. Okay. Right? So, it was it was guys for, for the better part of that, the the start of it. Yeah. For the entire summer, and we started getting more and more guys coming out, and we started running and. The feedback we were getting on the streets, just there's a group, group, bunch of guys running down the street, shirts off, sweating. <laughs> <laughs> we're, I mean, we're, I don't know that a lot of people were complaining. We were, we were getting some looks. It, 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 was, it was funny. It was a cool experience. And, you know, some guys were getting attention. And, you know, it, it was cool. Yeah. And it was, it was a bonding moment. Yeah. And, that, and that's what it turned into. And it was an opportunity for us to just really encourage each other. And you see... You see that that model where no man that gets left behind. We weren't le- leaving anybody. We yeah. weren't we weren't racing. It was like okay, we'll take breaks as needed, and we're gonna keep going. We're gonna finish this together because that's that's what it was about. It goes. It's funny that you say that because it goes back to what we were saying, kind of in the beginning of this conversation, where we're talking about you know it's it's me versus me, and it's really you're looking at yourself, and it's only you that can make this happen for yourself. But you are far. You know, people are far better together. You're, it's still on you to make these changes and to make this progress. But to have a unified group of people that are working towards the same goals and the same outcome mm-hmm. is totally uplifting. It's totally, you know, it it's it helps you grow and develop and elevate yourself. Definitely. Because you guys all have the same, like, mental state and 
physical <laughs> physical <laughs> challenge in front of you. Yeah. It's just a matter that not everyone's going to get there at the same time. So you exactly. guys encourage each other. So you guys had you guys had a group of guys and then what happened? So we continued to run and people you know, kept seeing all these guys running shirtless around yeah, the city of <laughs> Toronto. Shirtless. We're playing music, trying to create a vibe, encouraging yeah. one another. And, you know, random people would start asking, like, hey, what is this? And we're like, you know what? If you want to come join, mm-hmm. or every Thursday we're outside running. And this by random, you mean ladies? No, no, just guys. Anyone. Guys. Got more I guys. Mean, ladies, ladies were asking to join. Okay. And at this time, I was like, no, no. Like, we're not, we're not going to yeah. reach the group right now. Yeah. Just, just focusing on, on men's health, men's yeah. health and just, and just yeah. pushing guys. Right. And um, I welcomed everybody, you know, tag the brand, uh, yeah. me versus me. Do your if 30. If you want, get your 30 in. Yeah. But um, right now we're just focusing on this. Okay. And we did a, we did a half marathon. That was open to everybody. Okay. Um, and then after that, I think at the end of summer, coming into fall the weather started to change yeah and i was like you know what i think we're at a point where we can integrate the group and okay. invite females and we invited women we invited we opened it to everybody all levels mm-hmm. of of fitness and from there we got to winter and from there there's a lot of people that died dropped like, off hey. a lot of people probably dropped off yeah <laughs> Wait, winter cold. was it was a true challenge yeah. right and people were like, yeah, these guys aren't going to run through the winter. And if you ask Jared, people were saying these guys aren't going to last through the winter. It's not it's not going to happen. Like, it's it's and getting cooler did. and cooler. And it gets darker, too. It's it, dark. It was getting cold. darker earlier. It was getting cooler. Slippery. Sli- slippier. That's not a word. More but slippery. slippery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was getting more slippery. Like, it was, it was, it was crazy. And um, at this point, I still haven't even done my, my marathon. Okay. And we, we set a date to do our marathon December, I think it was December 6th. Oh, shit. Dead of yeah. winter. It was, it, to be honest, it wasn't snowing yet. Okay. But it was, but it was just getting cold. It was cold. cold. Okay. It was getting cold. And we were still running. And I know people, there were some people that were looking like, hey, when are you guys going to stop? And I said, we're running we through winter. We don't stop. We're running through winter. I'm running through winter. Even if I'm running by myself, I'm running through winter. Mm-hmm. Because I know, excuse me, I know that was going to be a true mental test of how bad do I want to continue doing mm-hmm. what I'm doing. Am I going to am I gonna take steps backwards or am I going to continue to propel forward? And even though it was you versus you and me versus me, you had people following. Like, you had a following of people that were you know, you were leading by example. So if you drop the ball, that would make everybody else trickle right. down, possibly. Right. And I, I want to be as authentic as possible. Mm-hmm. So I said, I'll be out there. I don't know what the conditions are going to be, yeah. but I'll be outside. If I'm, if, Catch I'm him outside. Catch me outside. <laughs> I'll be outside every Thursday. So we did a marathon in the winter, mm-hmm. and that was a really, really dope experience. Um, I had people that were coming to the run club. They met us at different checkpoints. Okay. So for, for people that don't know a marathon's 42.2 kilometers. Shit. Okay. <laughs> and so it, it, took, it took me. I don't know that I can even run two <laughs> kilometers, but. Yeah, it, it, took, it took four hours of nonstop running. Oh, my God. Okay. And I didn't know what I was in for. I've never done anything like that in my yeah. life. It was by far probably the most challenging thing I've for done. Sure. Um, but. I said, you know what, my boys group, 
uh, True Champs Collective, mm-hmm. um, a basketball organization. Um, I said, hey, you guys meet us. Come run a few kilometers with us. Then I had a couple other groups meet us at different checkpoints along the way. Oh, wow. Just, just to bring in new energy. Yeah. And then I had the Run Club and um, District TO and, okay. and Toronto Sports Performance, okay. who does my physio. I said, you guys I've come. I've seen them with all the needles stuck yeah, in there. Yeah, all the acupuncture. <laughs> I, I asked them to meet us on the last leg. And that's awesome. Miguel. It was, I just thought, you know, I don't know how I'm going to get through 42 kilometers because this is a beast. Yeah. But if I have new and how energy, many, coming how in, many of you guys did the full, we're doing the full run, the full run. Yeah. Um, there were three of us. That oh shit. It. Good for you. No, guys. four of us, four of us. Okay. Wow. And so I get that. So you guys had different like doses of people coming in to like rejuvenate yeah. you along the way. That's, that's actually pretty genius. Yeah. And then I had, uh, Lopez, Lopez, and a couple other people riding on bicycles okay. with some just refreshment, yeah. like Gatorade and wow. everything. Achman saved us. He's he's a part of the run club. He saved us. Like, I think we were probably like 30K in. And I was feeling so dehydrated. I had no water. I'm, I'm there running while I'm running. I'm praying to God, like, God, I don't know how I'm going to finish this, but... I, I need you right now. <laughs> I need you right now. And Aquaman popped up with like all these Gatorades. Oh, shit. So like I grabbed a couple I, and I finished those over and I just kept going and kept trekking. And it was, it was an experience. And that, during that run, and that was before like winter really hit. Because yeah. It was just cold outside. There was no snow. But during that run is where I really hit the me versus me moment up until that point like when i did my first 5k it was cool yeah but i've never experienced anything like this and when i hit about 35 kilometers i had like seven kilometers left Mm -hmm. i was dehydrated my muscles were killing me i was like i need to stop and walk for a moment and then i'm just playing in my head like if i stop i to say i completed this i gotta do it again yeah right like just for my own again just because you're competitive yeah and i was like And I'm like, do I actually have to stop or is it my mind telling me to stop? Yeah. Am I actually tired or so I'm yeah. here playing this guy these was having battles, a whole... it, it, like a whole conversation in my head while I'm still running and I'm feeling every muscle in my body ache. I'm feeling de- dehydration. I'm there. I had, I had to like really go into my competitive like mental lock mode. And, like, when I'm really locked in, like, I'm talking to myself. I'm like, yo, Vegas, go. Like, are you soft? Like, yo, what are you doing? Like, do you really got to stop? Like, are you a man? Are you a mouse? Like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> are you a man <laughs> or a mouse? Like. Man versus mouse. <laughs> like, like, who are you right now? Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Like, are yeah. you a punk? Like, like, run. Just run. And it's almost done. It's 7K. You've done 7K in your sleep. Just yeah. finish it. And when you're finished, you're finished it. So I'm literally talking to myself out loud. There's a few guys like from the district team and TSP yeah. team that were running beside me. I know they were probably looking at me like I'm crazy because I'm not seeing anything but like just finish and just talk to myself and, wow. and, and just really speak. So I'm not going to lie. The other day when I was training with you and you made me hit the bag, I was talking to the bag. <laughs> <laughs> so you, I feel it. <laughs> hey, you got to do what you got to do to keep going. Yeah. Right. And that's part of my motivation but that like, was nothing close to a 42k <laughs> but i mean that's like a 40 like, minute that's, workout but that's your marathon it gotta start somewhere it's gotta start somewhere so so now you guys have hit 120 runners what's the goal like is there is there a goal there like or is it just like keep going 
To be honest, I never even expected this many people to come out. To, like. to be honest, I it's crazy to see. So I do not run, and I did not. I have not run with them. The, that will be a goal in the future. But I pulled up on your birthday to come. You know, we came to do a little celebration at the end of the run, and there was two things I noticed. Actually, there was a few things I noticed, but the the first is the number of people there are so many people running with you guys it's crazy and it's not like you guys get like a one week on of like some insane number and then the next week it's like 10 people it's like consistently a, a very high volume of runners with you it's really a unified group and the other thing that i noticed and you know correct me if i'm wrong because i was just observing this one day but like you and jr and i don't know about anybody else but you guys kind of trail the pack, right? Like, mm-hmm. is that from a motivation standpoint? Is that just kind of like, like fill me in on that? You know, like I didn't see you guys like flying past everybody and being like, yo, we'll wait for you <laughs> at the finish line. <laughs> like come through. Like you guys seem like you guys stuck with a group of people that were still like hauling it in at the end there. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it comes right back down to that whole MVM mentality. Mm-hmm. Like, just to dial it back a little bit, going through the winter, there was there was some nights there was like five, six, seven, eight of us, ten yeah. of us maybe, and we were running in like negative fifty. Oh my! We were God. running in snowstorms. People were like, "Ah, are we gonna cancel today?" I'm like, "I'll be outside." Yeah. <laughs> you can cancel if you want, but I'll be outside because yeah. I'm gonna show people. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You make a decision. Yeah. To go outside. If it's cold, you're making a decision. Um, it's too cold. I don't want to go. Yeah. You can go, but you're making a choice. Yep. Right, and that's what life comes down to. It's about choices. So up until about six weeks ago, there was probably like 15, 20 of us at the run. And the weather started to become nicer. So more people started to come out. And week after week, and people that have been kind of like following the journey and seeing the run club yeah. week after week, they wanted to come out and join it. So it started expanding exponentially like week after week. Somebody's telling a friend, a friend is telling a friend. Yeah, and we got up to 120. And and from um, like our team perspective, it's not about a race. If I want to run fast, I'll do that by myself mm-hmm. when I want to go compete and, and push myself. Mm-hmm. That that's my practice time. That's my time to challenge. This Thursdays is about community. It's about mm-hmm. encouraging one another. It's about motivating. It's about helping your your neighbor finish, right? It's about telling each other, you know what, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Because I know for me. If I didn't have the support of my friends or or even people on online and whoever they are running and being like, oh, Migs, you're motivating me or Migs, yo, this is helping me. If I didn't have that support, I, I could have probably stopped a long time yeah. ago. Yeah. Right. But just feeling that community and that family support, I know how that helps me. And just coming from a, a team background, I know what a team feels like. Yeah. Right. Like for basketball, you're really in a brotherhood. Yeah. Right. Yeah. University, we're living together, traveling together. You eat, sleep, eat, all sleep, time. everything, yeah. everything together. Yeah. So I know if you're in a team environment, you're going to progress so much more than if, if you're by yourself sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's the kind of um, environment that we try to create, the kind of family, community, um, team environment. So mm-hmm. on Thursdays, it's not about me pushing myself to, to finish. I could do that any to day of the JR's week. To whoop JR's ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, it, but it's really just, you know, I want you to finish. Yeah. So if I got to slow down or run beside yeah. you and just give you some words of encouragement, we're going to do that. Yeah. Before, every, before every Thursday, before we take off, I tell everybody, hey, 
introduce yourself to five people. Now you're going to know five more people. Mm-hmm. And I tell everyone, don't be afraid to, to motivate or encourage. Don't be shy. So right? that's the other thing I noticed at the end of the, ra- at the, end of the race, at the end of the run, <laughs> that I, I, I even said to Keith, I was like, yo, I'm hearing a lot of people say to each other, like, yo, thanks for that last push. Or like, you know, I, I heard you at the end. Like, thanks for saying keep going because I was about to stop. Like, I caught a lot of that right at that finish line there. And mm-hmm. that was really impressive to me to be an observer of that because it really demonstrated that it's about community and about encouraging each other because to think about if those people didn't have that in that moment or didn't have like your mental capacity of like the man versus mouse, you know, (laughs) ideology that those people might not have finished. They might've just Mm -hmm. been like, "Mm, I'm going to walk off the trail right now, you know, and it's very likely, but they had a group of people who are like-minded to continuously be like, no, 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 you're almost at the end. There's, you know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel yeah. there. Sorry to interrupt you there. But, um, yeah, the, your, the community is amazing. So what can I ask? What experiences or, like, what opportunities have, like, come out of this for you? Um, you know, like, you created the brand now and mm-hmm. you have all your merch and, like, all your runners pretty much wear the gear too, right? So yeah. what, ha- what else has evolved from there? Um, well, Nike... I mean, they they've um, supported. That's the, amazing. Yeah, they they got me through the Who winter. Who doesn't like that? <laughs> <laughs> they they got me through the winter. They sent me a, a care package with some some shoes and oh, some winter running gear. Wow! And, and it was like stuff I I wouldn't even think of, and it it got me through the winter. Amazing. It was lightweight. It was meant for running, meant for for rain, snow, whatever. Sleep. Yeah. Everything. So Canada. it it was dope to kind of like partner with them and. And they they sent me a package and it was it was dope. Um, Toronto Sports Performance, whatever I was feeling in my body, any aches, pains, mm-hmm. strains, anything, they take care of me. I go over there and they do the acupuncture. They wow. look at my body. They 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 hook me up. So it's dope. Um, who else is there? There's Eye Studio. Okay, they what's gave that? Me some, it's a my boy's optical store. Um, they got two locations yeah. in Toronto and. Or three locations. Three? Two? Three? I got two or three. Yeah, something like <laughs> that. But uh, now nah, they gave me some uh, dope glasses. For just, running. Just for running and Amazing. You know, just, just getting out there. So Miguel's, Miguel's <laughs> getting his his, uh, pro, his promos on and like yeah. a lot of endorsements over here. And then recently, BioSteel, shout out Rich, he uh, he hooked me up with, with BioSteel and they, we were able to bring um, some of their cases of, cases of drinks to just hydrate the runners at yeah. the end of the run. That's amazing. So when JR's doing his cool down stretch, everybody's got water. <laughs> and they, they refresh JR's with the really good still. at the cool down stretch. Yeah, so it, it was dope. It was dope. Yo, do you ever stop and like take it all in? Like and pat yourself on the back a little bit? Or is it just constantly like, let's keep going? Honestly, my mind is always going. I, I, try, I try, to, try to take it in and people mm-hmm. are... And like even at the runs, people are like, "Holy crap!" Like, look, look what's like, what look what has evolved. And I'm yeah. just like, "Yeah, it's dope." But my mind's always going. Even on the Thursdays, like I'm trying to get content and just motivate people. Yeah. And like it never stops. Even when I get home, I'm I'm there on Instagram trying to create a real yeah. Because pictures. you're still trying to impact the people who aren't there. Exactly. You're impacting the people who are present 
in a way that's physical because they're there and they're part of it and they're part of the community and they're running physically. But then there's the people who aren't there that you're still trying to engage with them in their minds and exactly. get them motivated and up. So I get it. It doesn't turn off for you. No, it, it never. And, and like, even like I try, I try to really observe people. So I, I know some people, even after the runs, they could be a little bit discouraged because mm -hmm. of their performance and they still in that, mentality where they want to compare themselves to others so yeah. I, I just try to you know connect with people and be like hey you, you did a good job right because that little bit of encouragement even like you were saying at the end some people might think they want to stop and then someone tells that them keep going yeah. right that's that internal struggle that some of us can't get over mm -hmm. and when you hear another voice like yo we got this we're done then, then you're like okay i'm laughing it. i'm laughing because so i don't run with miguel <laughs> i started boxing like training with him and I'm laughing because there's many times where I'm like struggling and Miguel will start like saying things to me or hitting me with the pads and not violently, just like enough to be like, yo, keep going. You can keep going. Don't stop. And that like a switch goes off, like something just goes off that literally is like, no, nah, I can keep going. I can keep going. Even if it's just to prove Miguel, like prove to Miguel that I can do it. it it's something goes off. And it's this. It's funny because it almost seems like it's part of this desire to like appease other people. And it's funny that we function like that because it is it should be for ourselves. But it's almost like when somebody else encourages you, you want it more or mm -hmm. like you want to prove to them more or something. So it's very interesting that that's part of the like mental struggle with fitness. Right. Um, I applaud people who can go into the gym and just do this by themselves and encourage themselves because it's impressive. Shout out to Nikki because she does that all the time. <laughs> I'm, I'm always I'm always in awe of her. So let me ask you kind of a, a little bit off base question. You know, being such a competitive guy, being in a world of such competitive energy, you know, I, I noticed over the when things started to open back up again, I saw a lot of group fitness things happening, you know, around the city and stuff. Do you feel like it's all love when it comes to the me versus me movement? Or do you feel like there's this sense of competition between a lot of these? I mean, you're pretty well connected and you seem like you got a lot of support from other fitness groups and stuff. But like just looking at it overall, do you feel like in the city, you know, there is a sense of competitiveness between a lot of these fitness endeavors that people have going on? Or have you felt supported and like feel all love? Um, so far, I felt a lot of love. Okay, that's uh, great. Like, uh, shout out my boys at, at Body by Chosen, Dwayne XP and Jamal. Like, even when I didn't get into, uh, I, w I didn't have a gym to go to. And th these guys hooked me up with some some opportunities. And I started working out with them a little bit. And they, they've they been, like, huge supporters. Mm -hmm. My boy Conrad, he's been doing his thing in fitness for, for a while. Barbarian, um, that's his company. But he's been telling me, Bro, just Sounds keep going. Sounds strong. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does some crazy tricks uh, on the bars, but he's been telling me, yo, just do it. Keep pushing. And any questions that I had about mm -hmm. fitness or stuff like that, mm -hmm. he's been he's been doing it. And I asked him, and he's like, yeah, like, do this, do that. Or even, like, um, last fall, I wanted to try to start doing some boot camps. Kind of was like, all right, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll team up and do some boot camps and just get your name out there. So I didn't really have a vocal voice at that time. I was a little bit more timid. And he was just like, bro, so I'll I'll lead this, mm -hmm. you lead this, mm -hmm. you do this, give me pointers. So I, so far I felt a lot of love, and I think it's just because um, I'm just I'm just bringing people together. Yeah, I don't community. really look at yeah look look at competition stuff like that, and mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not really worried about that. I'm not really worried about the business 
side of things. I want people to get better. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, whether this stuff works out or not, like I'm, I'll be good. That's, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm not worried about money. I'm not worried about the success of the brand or anything. I'll be good. But if, if people are good, then I'm good. I feel, I feel better about myself. Well, you definitely impacted a lot of people. So um, let's just touch on these boot camps that you do. So I've been training with you one-on-one um, because I don't like the gym. I've never liked the gym. And right before COVID started, I committed to going and I was going pretty like mm-hmm. regularly and I was really excited. I was like, oh, and I had started like kind of teaching myself to run a little <laughs> bit. And then COVID kicked in and then they were like, gym's locked down and everything just went so prior to that, I had started working out. Um, I was boxing a little bit with like an old school boxing coach and I, I loved it, but it felt very slow because I was going to classes where there was multiple people and I just wanted to hit the pad. So yeah. I've been training with you now and it's like, I would say a solid hour of like, uh, hard <laughs> hitting, you know, like we're building my stamina back up and some endurance back up and just like my strength. And I love it. Um, but you've been so you do that and then you've also been doing boot camps with people like small boot camps with people mm-hmm. outside, especially, you know, with lockdowns again. But um, tell me a little bit about that. And like, you know, how did you find a group of people that maybe aren't interested in the run club situation because that's just not their forte or something that, you know, they're excited about or feel they can do. But like, how did they how did you start building that community of like boot camps? Um, I think I think there's a. Um Especially right now, there's a huge demand of people that want that want to work out. They want to move, mm-hmm. right? And now, that, and with everything closed, yeah, with everything closed, and people seeing the Run Club grow and the MVM family and community grow, people, some people want to be involved, mm-hmm. and they're just like, "Hey, running's really not my thing, but I wanna, I wanna get some movement in." Mm-hmm. So I started offering some boot camps. I'm just like, "Hey, if you wanna pull up, it's more." It's not one-on-one personal training, yeah. but it's more endurance and conditioning-based, mm-hmm. right? So it's more of a circuit, it's high hit, hit exercises, and and we get after it. And week after week, people show up, people put in work. Yeah. Um, I cr- try to create the same type of environment, that team environment, encourage one another, keep mm-hmm. pushing. I try to partner people with one another so that you know if you're struggling a little bit, the person beside you is gonna be like, hey, keep going, keep pushing a little mm-hmm. bit. And um, it's been it's been pretty successful so far. It's been a a good vibe, and and people seem to like what I'm offering. So we're just we're just rolling with it. I know. I mean, it seems like you're always people are always working out. Miguel is always working out. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna ask you just quickly before we start to like wrap this one up. But what what you know. If I had to ask you what you were working on before this, what would you say that it was? You know, like this seems like it's a successful endeavor for you. But was this your first attempt at this? You know, was there something else that you were really passionate about prior to this? Or, you know, was this always did you did you always envision that fitness was going to be your thing or that motivating people this way was going to be your thing? Fill me in a little bit about some of that. Um. My thing has always been trying to connect with community. Okay. Uh, connect with connect with youth. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, just knowing and and being in a position where I didn't really have a lot of guidance mm-hmm. from, like, just the environment that I was in. Yeah. Right. Just even from from a young age, just kind of getting caught up with some of my friends, going through different tough situations, yeah. and you know, 
and as kids we get we get caught up in in different things in the life in the life mm-hmm. and uh just making some poor decisions and at one point basketball was threatened for me okay and i kind of made a decision like you know what i gotta go to basketball this is this is what i love yeah. basketball and just having to go through those little struggles I, I i thought you know what i need to help guide youth how i got a scholarship so that they don't really have to go through some of the same things that mm-hmm. i do so that's how i kind of got into coaching okay and just connecting with youth there and then now transitioning into my role when i was working with toronto district school board i was a community support worker yeah so i'm still so in the community working with youth. yeah working it with youth working with parents working with newcomers to the country just trying to get them involved get them more involved in the school community mm-hmm. and just really try to try to help people better themselves so that was i always felt it was very rewarding just trying to help people kind of get on the same on on the right track and the right path then i kind of got into um some basketball training and people are telling me you know what you should get into basketball training you should do fitness and i was like yeah yeah it's not really my thing Mm -hmm. right i could i could do it i hope i work out but it's not really my thing i was more envisioned i don't i didn't know what my passion was going to be i didn't know I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't know how okay. or where. I pray about it. I, I didn't know what, what was next. Yeah. And then I started traveling more, um, partying more. started doing events out in Miami, Toronto, You were, you were hosting events? Yeah, host, okay. hosting different parties. Okay. And, I, and I love traveling. That's, that's like one of my weaknesses. I love mm-hmm. hopping on a plane and just going somewhere new. Pulling up anywhere new. Exactly. So that, that was my thing. So I... Um, I'm like, you know what? I think, I think I'm gonna get into event planning and party planning. So I started. Oh, he's doing trying it. to come for me. <laughs> he's trying to steal my. He's trying to compete with me now look, in the industry. Look, we were we were doing the damn thing. We were in Miami doing parties yeah. and hosting bachelorettes. I did a wedding parties. in Miami. Okay. You know, we were we were, we were doing the thing. It was, it was it was fun. And then my boy Bam and I, we started doing these parties because we both graduated from mm-hmm. St. Mary's okay. in Halifax. So we started going back to Halifax two, three times a year and just throwing parties. Oh, wow. And they were like sell out. They were crazy. Like, oh, shit. it was dope. I connect with the basketball team and be like, yo, you guys promo the party. You guys, I'll come in free. I'll give yeah. them drinks, whatever. And everybody and wants to go where the basketball team goes. Exactly. exactly. Everybody <laughs> wants to go where the hoopers are at. <laughs> but um, no, nah, those parties were crazy. And I was like, wow. you know what? I'm, I'm going to just I'm gonna be a party planner. Rock, rock star lifestyle. This okay. is this is this is this is the life. And I, I remember seeing like Tory Lanez hanging from the ceiling and crowd surfing. I'm like, I want to do that. I want to <laughs> do that. You so, know, he dropped that Danforth music. That's role, okay. Right? That's okay. That's part. That's he wants, part Miguel of it. wants to do that. That's part of it. So I remember I went out. We were in Halifax, and I was like trying to hang from the ceiling. I had my skinny jeans on, with holes in it. I'm jumping off. I'm jumping off the bar, like hanging. I got. I'm emceeing. Just, just a crazy, just a crazy yeah, time. Living your best life. I said drinking and partying, but all of that stuff started started catching up, mm-hmm. and and like even in Toronto, I'm I'm hosting people at different clubs in Toronto, mm-hmm. everywhere, and when COVID hit, all of that stopped, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, so what are you so what are you doing next? <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? So you had to really. I really had to make a pivot. Yeah. Right? It was like, I'm dependent on this industry in order for my success. I'm laughing because that's the word of 2021. 20 and 2021. Pivot? Pivot. That's it. Because, okay, now this industry stopped. 
they're still not open yeah. to the way that they're, yeah. they're supposed to be doing yeah. stuff. But it stopped. I'm like, okay, cool. TDSB school board. Yeah. It's still still operating. But... Things were changing. I lost my position. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. So I can't I can't do the events. I can't, can't work TDSB. Mm-hmm. I can't coach because we don't have any permits and yep. everybody's got to stay at home. Okay. And you know what? I'm just going to work on, work on myself, pray yeah. and, and see what happens next. Yeah. And when I started on my own fitness jersey and journey and bettering myself, um, this was never supposed to be a brand. This is, this was a slogan yeah. that I was trying to use to encourage people to just keep going. Yeah. And it started to really resonate with people and people were just like, Yo, this is so dope. Me versus me, tagging me, posting me. I got my cousins in. Does the- anyone have it tatted yet? No, not yet, not yet. Sure. That that'll be a real, real, real moment. I don't got no tattoos, baby. <laughs> that'll be the first. <laughs> right now, I'm good with the the tattoos. The tattoo chocolate skin. I'm good with that right now. <laughs> but people, so yeah, and your reach, like, what's the reach? You have UK people in the UK. So right now, like, I got my boy and some other people in Florida. I got I got it out in BC. Mm-hmm. Um, this weekend we're going out to Montreal. We got a group out there. My boy Colin Montreal, he's he's pushing it. Okay. Um, my boy Blacks Andrew, he he's from Jamaica. He's been doing the warm ups at the Run Club, so he's got a group that's going to be starting in Jamaica. Oh wow! All my family, shout out the UK, London, and all of my fam out there, fam. You get hey. me, fam. <laughs> the London family, <laughs> London's in the building, in it. But. Yeah, they're all out there. They're repping the brand, showing me so much love. And I got a lot of family in the UK, so they're showing me love. I really want to get out there and do you know, something. as Brits. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, we're, we're out there. My boy in Zimbabwe. He wants to start something out there. Wow. So it's, it's, it, it's moving. And honestly. Yo, take a second. Take it all <laughs> in, Miguel. I need you to just, like, take a second and take it all in. Like, do you hear yourself? Your, your movement is spreading internationally. People people feel fulfilled coming to your you know your run club every single thursday that it keeps them coming back like you have to take all that in how many people's lives you're impacting and just Mm -hmm. what that has done for community for fitness you know even even hearing you say that you had this like you had different fitness groups join you on your marathon and like take part and encourage you like what? Who else has that? Or who, who else does that? Like, t- I hope when we finish, I'll applaud you right now. But I hope when we finish, you applaud yourself a little bit more. Because, like, just hearing you speak about how far this reaches and, you know, the number of people that it's impacting is crazy. So you need to you need to give yourself a lot more credit. I'm going to I'm going to try. And it's 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 dope. And it's just to see. I think for me, just really going to some of these places and and seeing the looks on Mm -hmm. people's faces. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the biggest realizations was the summer before COVID. Yeah. My boy, Josh, True Champs Collective. uh, We went out to Barbados to do a basketball camp. I was going to ask you about this. Yeah. Yeah, So we went out to, he's, these guys, I was in LA doing my thing, you know, partying and all that. (laughs) Doing his, doing his thing. And my boy Drove called me. He's like, yo, we're leaving St. Kitts. We're going to Barbados. We need another coach. He down to come come out. I'm like, yeah. all right, when is it? They're like in two days or like two or three days. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting home from my or LA in two days. Yeah. It's like if you could get here, everything everything's good, it's covered, whatever. I'm like, I'll be there. Boom. So I landed in Toronto. I think I spent one day here, flew to Barbados, oh my and gosh. just just going out there, like the stay aside, like everything was good out there, but 
just seeing the look on the kids' faces, just the appreciation of us coming in and helping them. We weren't paid for it. It was all volunteer. Yeah. But just just yeah, seeing the look a on the kids. Clip of it. They, they, and they look focused. They were yeah. like ready to impress. Like they were not playing. Like, yeah, shout out Z out there. Z, Z's the man out there just, just holding on the basketball scene out there. But um, just just connecting with the kids and mm-hmm. just, you know, their, their appreciation for life because – I mean, it, it is, it is, mm-hmm. it's like it's a third world country, but yeah. I mean, they're a little bit on the higher side of the third world, yeah. but the, um, just the seeing their appreciation out there and, and connecting with the kids and, and just their love. And like, even today, like they're hitting me up on Instagram and, oh, nice. and talking to me and like, they can't wait for us to come back out there. We were supposed to be out there last summer, but we couldn't. And I was like, you know what? Like, this is the, the impact that I and want. And they're the future. It sounds That's like it. cliche to say it, but children are the future. That's it. And the, you know, what they absorb from each of their experiences does resonate later in life. Exactly. So these experiences with people who came internationally to like work with them and like help develop them. They won't forget that. Exactly. <laughs> and, and I think that's where the brand really resonates with a lot of people because it, it is literally you versus you in every situation. So mm-hmm. it can resonate with kids. It can resonate with adults. It could resonate with our grandparents. Like, there are challenges that we got to face that we got to get through. Mm-hmm. And if there's a universal message across all platforms that can't be misinterpreted, it, it's easy to teach. Yeah. Right? It's like, hey, you know you're going to be faced with challenges, but you got you to gotta persevere. You got to yeah. push through. I think perseverance is the the main message of this whole episode here this yeah. versus me. <laughs> resilience and perseverance resiliency okay so usually i play a little this or that but i have no idea where the cards are this time around i took them out but i put them down somewhere but you know what i want to hear i want to hear you shout out all the all the things that people should follow and be privy to, and then we'll jump into this or that because Keith always saves the day. <laughs> Thank you. Shout out Toronto Sports Performance. Shout out Me vs. Me Mentality. That's the brand. You know what it is. Shout out Hellas JR. You know, go follow him. Shout out So Conrad of this Barbarian. Shout out Body by Chosen. Shout He's got a lot. Man, I got a lot of shouts. I'm gonna forget people. Yo, don't. Come That's okay. For me. If he if don't he forgets come for you, me, please. If he forgets you, just make sure you shout him out in the <laughs> comments. And I'm gonna repost you. I'm gonna repost you. Um, but yeah. So okay. So let me. I have some of the merch. I, we're wearing some of the merch, but I have some. So you can hold up this. Oh yeah. This one, but. I think there's um, a hat the kicking around li- somewhere. The people but. listening, um, you guys are just going to have to go onto YouTube to check out what we're wearing or go on Instagram and check it out. But it's the Instagram is me versus me mentality. Me versus me. That's yeah. Me versus me. That's the website. Yeah. Okay. So this is some of the merch. Uh, this is a sweater and it's very soft and I was tempted to put it on, but it's a little hot today. It is. But um, I have my t-shirt on. He's got a few different things. He's got like a highlighter yellow amazing shirt so you can't get missed especially if you're running in the dark or outside but get yourself some merch if nothing else it will help you feel super motivated um (laughs) and then if you are a runner and you want to take part in this incredible movement please do so because um i feel motivated and i don't even run with them (laughs) (laughs) but okay let's do a little this or that since i have a few cards in front of me sounds like a plan all right also like if you want to work out and you're not a runner, please hit him up to do uh, some boot camps. You can get a group of ladies together and do a boot camp, right? 
ladies, fellas, kids, whoever, anyone, it don't even matter. Your whole family, if you're if you're still quarantining. <laughs> All right, okay, so this or that. I don't know if you've heard an episode or seen me do this, but I'm just gonna name some like, would you rather this or that things off these cards? Okay, they're random as hell. Um, but yeah, just say the first thing that comes to your mind. Um, TikTok or Instagram? Instagram. He likes to record reels. <laughs> I just don't know how to use TikTok. That's the problem. That's I don't the know problem. how to use TikTok I tried either. to use TikTok We're one really time. We're really showing like, our age right now. What is this? Like, we just wait for a trend to become one on Instagram so that we can do a reel. So, hey, don't don't get it twisted. I'm going to do some of those TikTok dances. Yo, he's like Corvette, pretty good at the dances. <laughs> I'm going to be doing those dances. He's but. got the rain fingers and everything. Like I could do the dances, but I don't know how to, I don't know how to set it up. I feel like this one I know the answer to. Would you rather never leave the city you were born in or move to a new city every week? Move to a new city every week. Yep. I was born in Montreal. so. Would you rather live in a cabin in the woods or live on a beach? Beach. Keith wants to live in a cabin. (laughs) Okay. What's worse? Oh, I haven't asked this one yet. What's worse? Sending a screenshot to the wrong person or liking your crush's oldest photos or not your crush maybe your hater maybe your hater and you're creeping a little bit on instagram what's worse sending a screenshot to the wrong person or liking someone's photo who you shouldn't send a screenshot I'm, i spread love Yo, and positive that, vibes that, that it don't even matter <laughs> that moment when you realize you did it and you're like oh i can't yeah. take that back like, I, don't, I don't even matter i ain't got no haters i don't i don't hate on nobody i spread love positive vibes if we don't vibe together I'm going to still wish you the best. He'll double tap still. I'll double tap. All right. Would you rather teleport anywhere or read minds? I know he's going to say that. Teleport anywhere. I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> he just doesn't want to be here. Uh, okay. I mean, I don't, I don't care what's in your mind, but that's, that's private. You okay. do your thing. I'm trying to see the world. What? Okay. Which one do you prefer? Okay. And okay. Which do you prefer? Friday nights or Monday mornings? Friday nights. And why? We get that tequila popping. I'm laughing because (laughs) I'm laughing because Monday mornings for Miguel, if you follow him on Instagram (laughs) and you watch his stories, Tuesdays are sometimes Mondays, Wednesdays are sometimes Mondays, Tuesdays are sometimes Fridays and Wednesdays are sometimes Monday. He mixes all the days up because of his Fridays. So I already knew that. It all starts with Friday. So it's all about balance. His weeks start on a Friday and then it's just uphill from there. We start downhill and we go uphill from there. I think I think I think life's a game. It's all downhill, baby. <laughs> We're going downhill. We're enjoying it. <laughs> We're enjoying the ride. <laughs> Listen, I strongly encourage everyone who's listening to watch this video because it's entertaining. Watch on YouTube. If you're looking for the YouTube, it's simply 818 and Conversate. But thank you to everyone who's already listening. Um, give them your personal Instagram and give them the website one more time so people know where to find you. So the personal IG is Megs Pink, M-I-G-Z-P-I-N-K. Yes, Pink is my last name. Pink is his last That's name. That's it. And uh, the brand is Me versus Me Mentality. So make sure you guys follow on IG. And where can people, let's say somebody listening wants to pull up next Thursday. Where do they pull up? Canoe Landing, 7.45 p.m. In Toronto. In Toronto, <laughs> downtown Toronto, in the heart of the city. That's where, that's There's where we There's literally start. a canoe on a hill, so the, meet there. Yeah. If you just type it in Google, you'll find it. 
So episodes drop the 8th and the 18th of every month at 8.18 p.m. And this is episode number eight. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for I had to wait me. a while to get him on here. And I feel like we're in the jungle because we have this nice background behind yeah, us. Got the plants. Yeah, we thought we were going to do this in the gym, but you know, we went the uh we went the greenery way. But exactly. thank you so much for being on the episode. Uh please follow 818 and conversate on all social platforms, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. And if you like an episode, please share it with people because that's the community that I need <laughs> to get more <laughs> listeners. So thank you. This is the end of episode eight. Peace out.